Well, we're going to start with uh, prayer, um, and I encourage you to do a lot of this in the coming days and thinking about what are some of the things that we can do, and this is the most important thing that, that we could possibly do in, in uh, seeing us through this event. So, Father, thank you for the opportunity to be together today, that uh, even though we're not physically joined in one building, we know that your Spirit unites us and that we are uh, finding our way uh, to you even today, that we are continuing to grow in our spiritual development, and, and as a group, we continue to be stronger as a result of doing this. Lord, I pray that we would learn from your word today something that would encourage our hearts, something that would allow us to feel fear, feel free from the fear that we are feeling right now. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to dig into your word. I pray that you uh, give us a good morning this morning and allow these words to penetrate our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, this morning, I thought that we would look at uh, a couple of different passages. The first one in Psalm 111.10. So it's at Psalm 111.10, and if you're following along on version, that's another familiar thing for you this morning. But this is a verse that, for me, um, has resonated for the last 20 years. Some things were not necessarily going the way I thought they should go 20 years ago, and I was concerned that... that uh, Maybe I was losing control of the life that I wanted. And, and some fear crept into my heart, and I read a uh, few passages of Scripture and looked at some things. And this verse, for some reason, stuck out to me, and it, and it was something that, that penetrated me even to today. So uh, Psalm 111.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all who follow His precepts have good understanding. And to Him belongs, eternal praise. Those of that have been around very long know that I'm, I'm fond of that verse. It's something that, uh, that I've used for a lot of years. And here's the reason why. As you find yourself in the midst of an unknown and kind of a scary situation, there's fear. It's inevitable. Our, uh, our world creates these anxiety things in our in our situations and our relationships, all of those different things. And, and so it creeps into all of our lives at times. And so it's very natural to understand the word fear. And for me, it was good to revisit what that word actually meant and how God intended it. It was never, never intended in this passage to, to demonstrate the kind of fear that we're seeing in our world today. It was supposed to be about reverence about understanding that God was bigger than us and more powerful than us and, and more in control than us, yes, but yet not to be afraid of Him in that sense that, that we think of it today. The fear of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord, is just the beginning of wisdom. And as I read this passage even again this week, I thought to have that reverence as that starting spot from going from fear to understanding, that if I follow His precepts, He will lead me to a good understanding. If I have my fear placed in the right spot, it will be a benefit to me. And so as we encounter some things in our world today that, that none of us are prepared for, most of us have not lived through any of these things, and we talked about some of these as a group of guys even earlier today that that you know, Pastor Don and some others, you guys have lived through some things in your lifetime that, that we don't know a lot about. I can think of 9-11, I can think of a tragic uh, 
life that was lived and, and short. Uh, I think of the, the birth of my first child and, and how traumatic that was to me, that it was an emergency C-section, things like that that we've been through. And those, those moments that tie fear into our lives and tear away sometimes the understanding that we have of what's going on. I think this verse for me really summed that up, that the fear of the Lord is just the beginning of wisdom, the place at which we can start. We're not going to get to that place in the next 20 minutes. It's just not going to happen. It's going to be a process. And there's going to be something that's going to happen in five years from now, in ten years from now, and we're going to have to deal with fear continuing to creep into our hearts and our minds and replacing the faith that we have. So I hope that you can understand that. As we start, I want to look at, at Proverbs chapter 3. Because there's some things that, that out of the study of that verse and, and then looking at my own life and what I need to do for my own sake sometimes, I kind of developed a process that I go through. And, and if you've been around Liberty, you've heard some of these words before. You've seen them on different things that we've done. And, and I really like the idea of, of stepping back away from things and gaining perspective. So the first thing that I'm going to do is ask you to think about inside of this moment in time, what can you do to step back, to gain some perspective, to look at things a little differently? And so I think spending time in the Word of God is one of the first things that we can do. If you read the bulletin before um, about these services, you know that we can still love God and we can love others. Those are things that we can do on a continuing basis, on an everyday basis. So as we read Proverbs 3, the first two verses say, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Remember my teachings. Spend time with my commands. Take some time and step back from the news media. Step back from your phones. Enjoy what you have been given in Scripture. Spend time studying the Word of God a little bit. Read what it is that He has done in ages past to understand that He is going to be faithful in this moment just like He was so many other times in your life. The opportunity that we have to embrace this time, to gain perspective, to remember and relearn some of the things that, that maybe we've already learned, but we have to relearn them at times to revisit them in our own lives and to understand that, that they're still part of the fabric that makes us who we are. So the first thing that we can do to gain this perspective is spend time in prayer. Allow for yourself to let some of those emotions, some of those feelings, some of those fears to be let loose. Take some time and, and just spend time talking to God. Once you have articulated the things that are in your own mind, spend some time reading His Word and just listening to what it is that He might be saying to you. His Word is true yesterday, today, and, the, and forever. So as you continue to pray and you allow your heart to be softened and open to what it is He may be saying in and through it, you're doing exactly what this, what this verse says, that do not forget my teachings and keep my commands and they will prolong your life many years. They'll bring you peace, prosperity, 
It's a peace of, uh, of mind that we're really looking for, isn't it? And I think it can be found if we step back, gain some perspective, and really focus on how God has been faithful in the past. The next couple of verses. Some of my other favorite verses here, actually. Proverbs 3, verses 3 and 4. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Two key things that God values. Love and faithfulness. Continuing to to love Him faithfully. Continuing to love others faithfully. It's what we can do in moments like this. We get an opportunity to bind them around our neck, it says. To write them on the tablet of your heart. Can you imagine this imagery? That they are something that you can't even take off anymore. That they are bound around your neck. That every time somebody runs into you, they run into love and faithfulness. God ascribes a lot of value to these things. So as we step back, right? We gain perspective. We look at God's commands. And then right away, He says, love and faithfulness are things that I value. And we should too. We should ascribe a value to them in our life because we're looking to really win favor in the sight of God. And man, we're looking to to do the right thing, to make the right choices, to grow. Then we need to ascribe value to love and faithfulness. So we gain perspective by stepping back, spending time with God in prayer, spending time in His Word, learning what it means to look loving, to be faithful, to inscribe them and bury them in our heart, bind them around our neck as we practice ascribing value to something that God values. What is it that you have valued recently? You know, we have a moment here in a time frame where schools are canceled and uh, there's no no sports to be watched, right? We have this extra time. We have these things to to think about. And I have to personally think, man, how much did I value some of the personal relationships in my family and some of the time that I have with other people? Did I value some of these other entertainment things more than what God had given me in my life? And as I ascribe value to those things, it sets up that love and that faithfulness. And I really get to define what makes me into the person I think God wants me to be. So what do you value? What were you valuing? And and what have you done recently to demonstrate what you value? If you think about that, right? You think about all the things that we that we do, how we spend our time, how we spend our money, how we incorporate our family and our friends into our lives. We're ascribing value to those things by, by how we spend time with them, by how much time we spend with them. And so as we step back in these few moments and we get to gain some perspective and we and we work on 
focusing on God's teaching and His commands and we're learning from Him and listening to Him and we're binding love and faithfulness around our hearts, we begin to ascribe value to things a little differently. And so my prayer is that that is what God is really doing through this. That He's kind of somehow set that that global reset button for us to say, hey, what is really important? You know, there aren't many people talking about a high mortality rate about this. There isn't a, there isn't a scare that, that the, that a third of the earth is going to be wiped out or anything, but, but it is an inconvenience, isn't it? It changes our lifestyle and that just irritates us sometimes. It just makes us more irritable and less loving sometimes. So my challenge to you is as you step back, spend time with God, gain perspective, that you begin to demonstrate what it is that you value by physically ascribing value to it. The way that the Scriptures say right here that love and faithfulness never leave you, that you bind them around your heart, you write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. These are going to be some more familiar verses for you. You've heard some of these things. And so it's kind of the final step in what I do personally. I revisit these three phrases a lot in my life. Gain perspective, ascribe value, then establish a priority. What's the priority? What am I supposed to learn out of this? What have I need to reset? What do I need to do? In Proverbs 3, 5-8 through 8 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him. And He will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. He revisits that phrase again there. Fear the Lord, shun evil, do the things that, that God sees as priority and continues to reiterate to us. If we're willing to take time, step back, gain the perspective, embrace these moments that we have in spending time with Him and figuring out what it is that we truly value. What is it that God has given to us in our life that makes us who we are and reunites us with His Spirit and His His purpose for this world. And as we do that, then we reestablish a priority. We we learn to trust with Him in all of our heart, right? That we lean not on our own understanding. That we look to things differently in our world. That, That we understand that as we move from fear to an understanding, there's going to be a process about that as we spend time in his word and we understand more his ways we submit to him and he will help make our paths straight he will do that for us he'll reunite us with our true purpose with what it is we should have been doing all along as we gain the perspective of seeing the world as he does ascribing value to things that he values and then making them a priority in our lives. Prioritizing Him. 
loving him with all our heart and leaning not on our own understanding, kind of putting aside our own thoughts of the world and, and establishing priorities. As I thought of this, the, the, the last phrase there is pretty, pretty powerful to me as I think about it. That it will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Think about that. God talked to us thousands of years ago and said, there are some things here that if you just trust Me with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding, Submit to Me and I make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Then I will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. doesn't mean that we'll avoid some of these pandemic things. But it means that He has made a way for you to have eternity in an entirely different situation, an entirely healthy body, a nourish, a nourish rich environment, a place that you can be a part of all that He's been doing from the beginning to the end. Find a healthier rhythm is what I said to myself when I wrote this stuff a couple of years ago. That I need to find a healthier rhythm to life. That there are times when I get so fast, I feel as if my feet can't keep up. If you've ever seen someone that tries to run too fast and they get their head out over their toes and all of a sudden they're hurtling towards something and there is no way to stop. Well, we have an opportunity to stop. We've been given that opportunity. If we really believe that everything is from Him and through Him and to Him, then this is part of that plan that we have an opportunity to stop, find a healthier rhythm, to gain some perspective, to take time with Him and His Word and His people, to ascribe value to things that He values, and finally to establish some priorities. To take some time to figure out a healthier rhythm for our world and for us. Most important thing in all of this is to learn how to trust the Lord with all your heart. To let go of everything that you are holding on to. The things that cause you to be concerned. The cause of your fear is the fact that you do not trust the Lord with all of your heart. It's something that, uh, that we're going to struggle with every day on this side of eternity. To wonder what's going to happen tomorrow, what happens to the folks that, that are sick right now, to show compassion to them, to, to allow our world to be inconvenienced, and to trust that God knows what He's doing. That at the very core of our hearts, we know that He is 
making something beautiful out of whatever is going on in our life. We have a chance to be a part of that. Whatever it is that you need to do, if you can just read through Proverbs chapter 3 even, every day. There was a, a comment posted earlier today inside of the social media world about an epidemic that had happened with Ebola and that a bunch of folks had decided to read uh, Psalm 91 every day and to claim it as God's protection over them. And, and so whatever it is, I pray that it includes you spending time with God. That you take the time and the moments to, to envelop yourself with Him. To allow yourself to to drink deeply from what the Scriptures have provided for us. That we would take that time, grow in our perspective of the world and of God's love for us, and it would change the things we value on the other side. That we come out of this better for having been through it, more complete, that we would have seen God do things that we never would have thought possible. And then as we establish some priorities in our life based on those things, we find a healthier rhythm to live life going forward until such a time as God does something else to shake us out of our comfort and make us know that He alone is what we long for. That He alone is what can provide for all of our needs. So whatever it is that you do, I pray that you take some time and get away. Get with His Word. Take some time to really pray and get those emotions out of your heart. If you need to write them down, that's a great way to do it. I hope that, uh, that these couple of things, as they have helped me overcome some different things, I hope that they will help you. I hope that as you practice them in life, that they will help you get through other things possibly. That you can remember some of these simple things uh, that God has taught me in my own life. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for others that have been there before and they have felt the touch of Your hand and the love of Your heart. Lord, I thank You for Your Word and how it's recorded for us. Lord, I thank You that it can give us encouragement, give us comfort, give us peace, give us direction. But Lord, even most particularly that last Phrase that it is nourishment, nourishment for our bones. It is the very marrow that makes up who we are. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to, to study your word together this morning. I pray that you would encourage our hearts that we might be uh, on mission more today than before. Lord, thank you for loving us in Jesus' name. Amen.